0: that's hypothetical, H-Y-P-E-R-T-H-E-T-I-C-A-L. Hey everyone,
1: welcome to Let's Get Civical. This is the podcast that breaks down politics, government structure, and dives into the context of current events, but in a super fun way. I'm Lizzie Stewart, comedian, feminist, and political junkie.
2: And I'm Arden Walentowski, former Senate intern, campaign staffer, and political strategist.
1: In this episode, we are talking about Supreme Court Justice Elena Kagan. So grab your blistering dissent. And let's get civical.
2: So good. Are you good? I'm so good. Are you great? I would be better if I had seltzer, but other than that, I, I know you hate that.
1: <laughs> Just that's literally the weirdest thing you could have possibly said. I've never in my life thought, you know what? You know what's keeping me from being from good to great? Seltzer. Like that's never in my life been something I thought. Seltzer. Seltzer. I love seltzer. It's too mm, bad. You know, it's like <laughs> it, it tastes um poor. You know, like. <laughs> i love it it's weird yeah i feel like it's an addiction or hate it yeah it's very is it the bubbles
2: it's the bubbles that's what people
1: tell me it's like it's the bubbles and i'm like the bubbles that taste like shit like i don't know (laughs) but i i mean i think
2: part of it comes from like when i was a kid i drank a lot of pop slow soda um and that feeling when you drink like a big like a full glass of coca-cola and you're like god that's so i feel so refreshed and nauseated
1: yeah um
2: i like the refreshed part of that and the seltzer because there's no calories no sweetener it's i don't feel nauseated It's water with bubbles water and bubbles
1: i don't get it i don't get it guys weirdly enough we're not talking about seltzer in this episode i know we will strange an american icon seltzer yep We'll have do an episode on it. I'm just promising like false episodes now. <laughs> <laughs> that's my new that's my new shtick is being like,
2: we'll do an episode on salt We'll do an episode on salt You just don't
1: even worry about Fear it. Fear
2: not. Fear not.
1: No, today we're continuing on with our SCOTUS Biopics. I'm so is that excited. What we're on? Biopics? biopics?
2: Yeah. yeah, that's where we're gonna land. That's
1: where we're gonna land. So we're continuing on with our SCOTUS Biopics with elena kagan i'm so
2: excited because i feel like i don't know i know nothing about her. i
1: learned so much about sweet elena doing research on her yeah she's she is a she's unlike the others in many ways yeah which is exciting that's so nice she's like she marches to the beat of her own drum and we love that about love her. I love that about her. And this is the this is the justice who you said you would want to get coffee with yeah. the most, right? Yeah. So this is your coffee person. Yay. I love that we did my coffee person, and now we're doing your coffee person. Love. Um, so we're gonna dive right in to her early life. Elena Kagan was born in New York, New York, on April 28th, 1960. So now she is 59 years old. So she's like on the younger side of the justices, I just feel like half of them are 140. Accurate. And then the other half are in their, like, mid-50s. Right. Like, there's no... <laughs> We're going to lose Who all is of- in their 60s nope. on the bench? <laughs> Not a person. Nay, a 60-year-old. No. Um, so, yeah, Elena is 59 years old as of April 28th of this year. She was born to Robert Kagan, who was a lawyer, and Gloria Kagan, who was a teacher, oh, see, I an like elementary that. school teacher. It seems like the American dream. Yeah. Um, she was the second of three children, Always middle trying. child. Those middle children going on to be Supreme Court justices. I swear to God. <laughs> Just classic.
2: Always trying to stand Didn't out. Get
1: enough attention. Gotta make
2: a name for themselves. Had to go on to be the Supreme Court justice. <laughs>
1: Imagine being the other two siblings. I'm going to say this about every Supreme Court justice where it's like, what do they talk about at Thanksgiving? <laughs> How do you top what Elena Kagan is doing? She's no. like, yeah, I made like a, you know, kind of uh, iconic dissent on gerrymandering this year. Um, uh, uh Carol, <laughs> what's new with you? I don't <laughs> know the names of her siblings, but no. I assume one of them is named Carol. Of course. Um, yeah i can't even imagine what i can't imagine be up to. No. i wonder what they're i bet they're all like lawyers you know you know when there's like a family of lawyers <laughs> <laughs> not in my family not in
2: my family nay a lawyer to be found <laughs> <laughs> no no
1: um she was the second of three children and she grew up on the upper west side what elena is a home she's a new yorker wrong. yes did you not miss no! when i said she was born in new york new york Oh, I the br- 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 and everything I don't just bam br- 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 for
2: nothing, you jerk. I, I was not putting two and two together. Yeah, honestly, I blacked out. She grew on the
1: other side. Out. She's literally she's an ally. I love born a- and bred New Yorker. Oh, honey. Yeah, it makes so it like it really comes into focus. Like it, uh, she makes a lot of sense. Like who she is now, Ooh, just hit the mic. Who she is now makes a lot of sense. Like you know, she's got she's got swagger. That's yeah. why She was she grew up on the other side. On the uh, she graduated from Princeton in,
2: Okay, okay,
1: okay, we uh, don't like Princeton?
2: No, I like Princeton. Just like showing off again.
1: Look, Elena's smart. What's she gonna do? Hide it? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna go to she's gonna go to some other rink eating school.
2: Like Columbia. USC. Fuck that. Come
1: on. No, she's going to Princeton. <laughs> yes, girl. She graduated from Princeton in 1981. Excellent. Summa cum laude? loud. Loud? Laude. Laude? shit with the ba great um she got her master's in philosophy in eight 1983 after studying at oxford university and uh the Warche- award war warchester yep they're like you linked yeah they're both in the uk look yep. she was like i'm gonna go abroad and i'm gonna study philosophy
2: uh, yeah
1: like of course she did of course she did that sounds a so good. Master's fun. in philosophy. A master's I in love philosophy. That. That's why she's so good. I know. I know. We all should get a master's in philosophy. I would die. I uh, can you imagine me? <laughs> can you can, can you repeat that? <laughs> like what? <laughs> philosophy about what? Like <laughs> an Apple and A keeps the doctor away. <laughs> My philosophy. My philosophy. Yeah. She she got her doctorate in. Okay, this word. Is a tricky word And I know it I knew it going into this So I'm just gonna say it And we're gonna see if it's close You're gonna get it Jurisprudence Yes Like what a horrible word (laughs) Jurisprudence Which is basically like Like on your way to be To um, study law right Yeah 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 So she got her doctorate in jurisprudence From Harvard (laughs) Obviously Graduating magna cum laude Again is that above summa Or is that below summa I think it's above yeah can you imagine graduating magna cum laude from harvard with a doctorate in jurisprudence <laughs> i can't I, I cannot see it
2: i can't i can't i don't even want to that's how much i can't see oh it.
1: my god imagine
2: i just it's so much work could you imagine then being like graduating magna cum laude from harvard in jurisprudence and then like not being a justice on the Supreme Court. Like what right. do you, do like, if you what aren't else that? do
1: you Yeah, there's nothing else for what you to do. What other job are you
2: qualified That's for? That's why only accounting? 9
1: people a year graduate <laughs> from Harvard with a Doctor in Jurisprudence because we can't have like an overabundance of Supreme Court justices. No, no, yeah. No, no. It's insane. It's insane. Um, so she graduated from Harvard in 1986. I also, what I love about her is that she's gone to three different schools. Yeah. I like, I love the blank. because, like, some people do their undergrad yeah. from Harvard and then they go to Harvard yeah. for, their, for their doctorate law, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. You know, right. but like Elena was like, actually, I'm going to do Princeton and then I'm going to go mm-hmm. abroad. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to do the Harvard thing. Right. Like, uh, fine. Then fine. I'll do fine. it. Fine. After being abroad.
2: Yep. No, she diversified. She wanted to see what else was out there. She's she very well rounded. She's very well rounded. Love her for it. Yep.
1: She was the supervising ed- editor of the Harvard Law Review, which is classic SCOTUS. Wow. We see this a lot. Either they're the editor, they're the su- supervising editor. They're, right. like, doing something with this thing the, Harvard Law, the Review, Harvard Law Review. That, like, only lawyers read. Only the Supreme Court justices yeah. read. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Nobody else reads, but it's, like, a big... The entire subscription list. It is the entire subscription list. <laughs> so that that's her, like, early life. That's how she, like... I love. crafted herself and before she went into the um, the professional field. Okay. And I did I did a timeline and by that I mean I went to CNN.com and I copied and pasted their timeline that they did and added some of my own
0: notes. Love. So we can
1: just kind of go through like what she did prior to becoming a Supreme Court Justice because she does have an unusual trajectory. Really? I love yes. that about her. Yes. Because you know what honey? Me too. She <laughs> Hashtag same bees. So right out of right out of harvard so from 1986 to 1987 so her first job yes out of college was she was a law clerk for judge abner Mikva of the u.s court of appeals for the dc circuit so big court yeah like big second court under the supreme court that is not, the job you want literally not a bad job no. post college again no. mine was retail Okay, in 1988, so her second job out of college was she was a clerk for Supreme Court Justice Thurgood Marshall. Damn. Right? Damn. What a crazy job. And this is a a quick little fun fact. Apparently, he called her shorty (laughs) because he was 6'2 and she was 5'3. I just feel like... I just you feel so like, mean. I know, but also I'm like, so Thurgood Marshall, incredible, brilliant, brilliant yeah. human, obviously like credentials out the wazoo. Right. Shorty's the best I mean. you could come <laughs> up with. <laughs> no. Be think about this. Workshop something. Shorty like mine? That's already I'm out there. Literally that anything. Is- like, just like, op- opinions of the court are about like 50 pages long. Right. You can come up with a uh-huh. better nickname? Uh-huh. Like, take the time. Right. This is.
2: Bumb- not I'm not. I'm not attacking Thurgood. I've just something like okay, I just something a little that has some literary
1: pizzazz, pizzazz
2: behind it. Yes. yes.
1: After she clerked for Thurgood, so her third job out of college from 1989 to 1991, she was so, She was an associate with the DC law firm Williams and Connolly. So she went into private, private practice. practice. All right. Yep. So that's what she. Uh, that's what she did. She went to do that. Great. After that, she went to teach. From 1991 to 1995, she was a University of Chicago law school professor. Love it about same her. Same time as Barack Obama. I was going I was thinking yep. about that. Yep. They 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 were teaching around the same time. Oh, which is interesting cuz As we know, he's going to go on to nominate her later. So you guys, you don't know who you work with. That's always be kind to everybody because the person who you are having coffee with in the teacher's lounge could go on to nominate you to the Supreme Court. That's crazy. You just never know. You never know. Nobody knew at that point that Barack Obama would be president. He was teaching. He was teaching. They were saying hi to each other in the hall. You don't know who's going to ask you to do a podcast with them. Literally, I never knew this is our story literally this was so shocking to me (laughs) again i'm i'm thrilled and bewildered it's so exciting so she went on to be a a law school professor great yep and then of course as most supreme court justices do she went on to work for a president so from Hmm. 1995 from 1996 she was associate counsel to u.s president bill clinton which like he needed all the he counsel needed. he could get. He staffed up. He, just he definitely staffed up. staffed up. Honestly, if I was in a pickle, I would be like, get Elena Kagan here. Right. You know, like <laughs> I would want her on my on my team side. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. In nineteen from nineteen ninety seven to nineteen ninety nine, she was deputy assistant to President Clinton for domestic policy. Ooh. She was also deputy director of the domestic policy council. Like this is what I'm get saying. It. Like this is where she starts yep. like Doing different things. Yeah. You know, she's like not practicing law.
2: Right. She's, she's p- like
1: doing domestic policy. She's writing policy. Yeah. Which I love. I love that. Yeah. That's like great. I feel like everybody, every Supreme Court justice should take a little class in domestic policy. Because you know what
2: I love about her background is like it is varied, but she's got hands in many things mm-hmm. that when she goes behind the benches of justice, I feel like. She has experience. She knows what she's talking about. She's got, like, she's written the thing, and she's She's defended the thing. She's prosecuted
1: the Mm -hmm. thing. I love it. Mm -hmm. Exactly right. In 1999, this is a big fact, Mm. Clinton, Bill, nominates Kagan to the U.S. Court of Appeals, which is usually a general trajectory that people go to to get to the bench. You do the Court of Appeals, then you go to the Supreme Court. Right. The hearings are never scheduled, though, Why? because of tensions.
2: Oh, right. And
1: the nomination lapse, lapses. So then the, it's vacant. I don't like that. George Bush becomes president. Oh, fuck. Then nominates John Roberts. No! To that vacancy. No, stolen! Elena Kagan could have been the chief justice. Our producer Kate just adjusted my uh, volume because I just started <laughs> screaming. Sorry, Kate, I won't scream that loud anymore. <laughs> uh,
2: the spikes are like. I know, boom. I know, I'm sorry.
1: I guess. <laughs> yeah. Elena Kagan could have been Supreme Court Justice. Cause that's we John Roberts. Robbed John Roberts. That's a This is a Merrick Garland situation. If I've ever seen it, John Roberts <gasps> got that vacancy. And then a year after that was nominated by George Bush to, to replace um, Sandra Day O'Connor, but then was like, actually JK William Rehnquist just right. died. Right. You're going to be the chief justice.
2: I hate, hate this
1: right it's right it's crazy it's i'm right. so
2: annoyed i know i'm so mad for her i know
1: she deserved it she deserved it she deserved it but she didn't they didn't hold the they didn't hold the hearings do we know why no i mean i uh i believe it was, it was like impeachment engines. Yeah, yeah like this was at the end sure. of his <laughs> this was at the end of his um with an intern like, they got. were like w- okay wait a second you're sleeping with the intern you don't get to nominate people right which, like, okay, mm, fair. Okay.
2: Clinton took down so many people with that damn scandal. I know.
1: It, it affected Elena Monica, Elena.
2: Elena, Al-
1: Al- yeah. Ugh. Oh. So, yeah, that's crazy, right? Yep. So, after this, like, I assume pretty upsetting thing. Yeah. She was like, I'm going to go back to teaching. So from nineteen 19- safe. So Safety. during George Bush's presidency, basically nineteen ninety nine to two thousand and three, she uh she went to Harvard Law School to be a professor there. She was like, I'm gonna go back to where I feel, you know, safe and comfortable. Yeah. Like where I feel familiar. Yep. And I'm gonna go and teach yep. the future Supreme Court justices. <laughs> yep, How to be clearly. Yeah. Y'all don't want me there. Y'all aren't organized. <laughs> y'all aren't organized. Get your shit together, then call me. Yeah. And that's what ends up happening. I love that. Also, super impressive um, and unique. I think to only Elena Kagan from uh, April third, two thousand three to March twentieth of two thousand nine. She's the dean of Harvard University Law Listen, School. What you're
2: telling me is that she is overqualified. She's so
1: qualified, but people—we'll talk about this in a second. People view her as underqualified, and we'll talk about why to be on the Supreme Court. Just, just <sighs> put a pin in it. Put okay, a pen in it. I'm put a sign p- p- in it. We'll be right I'm there. Pin in my feelings. <laughs> So that's so that's like basically through George Bush's presidency, she's just like she's like I'm gonna get she's out like, of town. I don't need to be here. Nope. People don't need me. They don't. They don't need me right now. They don't not need me, They don't want me. Nope. I'm not gonna be where I am not wanted. Exactly. But then Barack Obama becomes president, and she's like, Dun, da, da, da. I remember him. Mm-hmm. He, and he's like, Who is that girl that I always had coffee with it, in Chicago when I was teaching? Oh right, Elena Kagan. I'm going to nominate her to be U.S. Solicitor General. Yes. I know. Crazy. So in 2009, Obama names Kagan to be U.S. Solicitor General, which is very exciting. So she's that for only one year because in 2010, she uh, Obama nominates Kagan to be Justice of the U.S. Supreme Court to replace Justice John Paul Stevens, who retired, did Got not it. die, okay. retired, um, and then in August, so that was in May, in August of 2010, the Senate confirms Kagan as an associate justice of the U.S. Supreme Court, 63 to 37.
2: Who are the 37 people who didn't like Elena? Republicans. Like, obviously. Oh, okay. like <laughs> um,
1: Okay. Because um, So she's she sworn in on August 7th, so two days later. She's sworn in as the 112th Supreme Court Justice, and she is the fourth woman nominated to the Supreme Court of the United States. Not enough ladies. Not enough ladies. A hundred... One hundred and twelve. There have been four... Nominated. Nominated. Anyways. Okay. Um... It is so, what it is. So the reason why people... Um, like why people there was a little bit of hubbub but not too much i mean 63 to 37 is still a larger margin than like some of the males on the court yep um the reason why is because she has no judicial experience she's she tried they wouldn't hold her fucking hearing i know (laughs) but that's but that's like that's what makes her unique is that she never was a judge she's no i mean obviously she knows right what she's doing right but she she was she has no judicial experience Right? Isn't yeah. Not that crazy. Yeah. Like, never mind that you were the dean of Harvard Law School. Like, right. Never mind that you never you didn't get you didn't you didn't get to be on the U.S. Court of Appeals because John Roberts took your seat. Right. Yeah. So that's why people Bill were Clinton like, slept she with an can't. Intern. Yeah, because Bill Clinton slept <laughs> with the intern. Because Bill was handsy. Uh that's why people would say that she's quote unquote not qualified. Well.
2: They can go be dean of the Harvard Law School. I mean, like, I don't like. Understand. Yeah, you, you
1: be like dean you, of the Harvard Law School. Right. You go to Oxford. You get a master's in philosophy. Get out of my face. Doctor in jurisprudence. Come on. You spell jurisprudence. jurisprudence. Bet you can't. Bet you can't. <laughs> Bet you can't. There is an I in there that is very wandering. <laughs> Much like the I in cabinet. Much like the I in cabinet. Damn. They are related. They are related. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's like Elena's path. To the Supreme Court, That's her to life. us, very impressive. Yes. this is a very impressive woman. This is a woman who's like been on the ground floor, just like teaching right. and learning and ta- and like b- domestic policy. Right? Question mark. Right. What is that? I don't know,
2: <laughs>
1: but it sounds great. It sounds good. Oh yes, policy me up. What- policy me up? Come on so yeah so that's how she got to the supreme court i love that i love that too now let's move on to major decisions that she is like had a hand yes. in all that stuff so like i said she's been on the court since 2010 mm-hmm. so she's only been on the court for nine years she's one of the you know junior justices i guess it's now her kavanaugh um oh my god the one? yes i'm like what is his name <laughs>
2: So I should be there
1: I know I just I I feel like I always think of like I can see his face And I'm like What is your name Gosh darn it <laughs> It always escapes me I For know
2: he, His face pops up Into my head And I'm like, like It's a G it, yeah.
1: Neil Come on It's boring It's boring Yes yep. uh, They're the most Recent additions So in 2010 Her first big case Would People would argue Was King Versus Bruwell. And that was um, she sided with the majority in upholding key provisions of the ACA, a.k.a. Obamacare, that allowed the government to continue providing subsidies to Americans who purchased a health care through exchanges, regardless of if they are state or federally operated.
2: Thanks, Elena. Thanks, Elena. As somebody who was on the exchange until it got too expensive, I appreciated the subsidies that I got while I was on it.
1: Yeah. (laughs) All right, right So it's, it's so interesting That like you get To the Supreme Court And then you're immediately Dealing with Obamacare like Right The the cases that, that Like come there's out no that. training day There is no training day But Elena doesn't need it <laughs> No she doesn't Elena need training Elena doesn't need it no. no She's been waiting For this moment She's like it doesn't Like what are you talking she, about She's like I helped write this shit I helped write this I I was working with Thurgood Marshall Get out of my face Get out of my face Get out of my face So that was One of her first big <clears throat> votes Yep. next big vote um one we talked about with roberts (sighs) say it obergefell obergefell v hodges in 2010 which once again um that elena sided with the majority making same-sex marriage legal yay thanks elena thanks elena big fam another big one it was after same-sex marriage was legalized miller versus alabama She authored the unanimous decision that ruled mandatory sentences of life without parole for juveniles under the age of 18 violate the Eighth Amendment, which is cruel and unusual punishments.
2: That's so interesting.
1: Yeah. So it was a unanimous decision of, like, you can't – and I love – because this is in Alabama who – this is probably a child of color who is being sentenced to a life without parole sentence as a 16-year-old. And the Supreme Court ruled that it's – Cruel and unusual usual punishment. Yes. That's,
2: that's straight out of like England in the 1500s. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. But this was I mean, this was in like not like five years ago that this was determined. So I grow up a little bit. Yeah. That was like that. That didn't stop until this until this um, decision came out. Wow. Miller versus Alabama. i
2: Am like getting so angry that there might be anger tears that come out of my that's- eyes?
1: Yep, that's okay. That is so
2: mad. <laughs> I
1: know, but I mean, the I guess like the the solace is it was a unanimous decision, so it's like everybody. Could you- of course, I could ooh, imagine. Ooh, I mean, you yes. Know. Come, I on. Know, I know, come on, I know. Come on. Of course, Leah was imagine. still there at
2: that Scalia point. He it like, all okay, humans.
1: Look, this is the. You look at the Constitution. Right. It doesn't say anything about juveniles. Right.
2: The word does not appear in the appear. document. Therefore, we what am can't I supposed to do? Them. My
1: hands are tied surprising yeah so unanimous decision here's one that you're not gonna like
2: oh these bitches all right
1: in 2018 we've taught we talk about this case a lot the masterpiece cake shop versus the Colorado Civil Rights Commission so that was the baker who Mm -hmm. didn't want to make a cake for um, a gay couple no gay cakes Elena joined the 7-2 majority in ruling ruling in favor of the baker who refused to make a wedding cake for a same-sex couple.
2: Oh I know. Why? I know but
1: it's 7-2. Oh, that I is- mean they, you know, it's- Oh, this is
2: the um cuz they they were mean to them.
1: Yes. This yeah. is like like this is the one where everybody was like this isn't about gay rights. Right. The gay people should have rights. We shouldn't discriminate against yeah. people for their sexual orientation. Yeah. The LGBT community should still be protected. Yeah. However, this bullshit.
2: However, people were mean to the baker.
1: People were mean to the baker. And that is why. It's, like, this weird technical loophole. Yep. It's, like, and and everybody goes out of their way to, like, write these decisions of, like, my concurring opinion. It's not about, it's not discriminatory. <laughs> LGBTQ <laughs> should not sh- hate don't me. Rights. And Elena is a, <clears throat> has ruled in favor of LGBTQ rights pretty, consi- I mean, yeah. consistently. This is the only one, and this is why I put it in here, where it was, like, because I think it just proves why this case is so weirdly, yeah nuanced
2: and specific I and it's do a like, whole episode on this case. on this
1: case oh so yeah i believe the only people who dissented in this <clears throat> was sotomayor and ginsburg that I makes believe. sense they were like suck it up baker I, oh yeah <laughs> well they were like i un, we understand what the court is saying right however uh, what <laughs> yeah. uh um, sorry uh, no no <laughs> no yeah and then the thing I just you can't get over, and you guys, you just have to read this dissent. I literally, when I say that the words leap off the page, sh- Elena Kagan wrote the most blistering dissent in the most recent ruling on gerrymandering, which we talked about with John Roberts, because he wrote the opinion. Yeah. So Elena wrote the dissent. Yep. Where they combined two cases, a case in Maryland and a case in North Carolina, where in one case, the Democrats are gerrymandering and the other case, the Republicans are gerrymandering. Yep. And they came to the conclusion that the courts just don't have. It's not their job not to have an job. opinion They on don't that. have the authority like they don't have the 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 scope to like deal with it. It shouldn't be in the courts yep. gerrymandering. Yeah. And Elena Kagan was like, hold my beer. <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> who? Right. Who then right. deals with it? To not deal with it is making is making a decision. It's dealing with it. Yeah. Is handing over uh, a victory yeah. to people who gerrymander. Yeah. And we're not protecting citizens' rights by not ruling on gerrymandering. For sure. You're idiots. Quote. No, that's not what she said. <laughs> but that's what she. You read this. So she starts off her dissent. <laughs> With this, with this. For the first time ever, this court refuses to remedy a constitutional violation because it thinks the task beyond judicial capabilities. Oh, God,
2: I love her. Like,
1: wow. Like, really just start in. Start in. Lay into them. And then, uh... Maybe the majority errors in these cases (laughs) because it pays so little attention to the constitutional harms at their core. Like, drag them. Drag them. I'm just, I'm literally scrolling through. I should have definitely pulled these quotes ahead of time, but, like, whatever. No, I feel like you could cherry pick any paragraph.
2: Oh, I know. That's literally what I'm doing. Like, They're all great.
1: Now, back to the question I asked before Is that how American democracy is supposed to work? I have yet to meet the person who thinks so. Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, she's I love Elena. so good. She's literally just she's so like good. she like piece by piece, I love this descent so much because she's just like, Here's something they said. Right. Here's why it makes no fucking sense. Here's why it's bullshit.
2: Let me give you an argument.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's
2: so good. Oh my
1: god, it's so love good. Her. But yeah, so that's I mean, when you're when you're talking about Elena Kagan and you're talking about think like her opinions are right like this is the one to read if yep. you're gonna read anything about her it really gives you the full scope of her personality and it's so funny because contrasting it with John Roberts opinion because I read his opinion first he's not my favorite writer yeah like he does like he's just kind of he's a bit of a boring writer. he's a bit of a snooze he's a bit of a snooze I mean look at his face look at his face lights are on nobody's home <laughs> <laughs> he like to put it in comparison with that it's insane how she is um a sort of fun fact about her she's such a good writer and she's often compared to Scalia because he was also a very wild like unstable but like a very passionate and fiery writer right and so they they're compared a lot because that's so funny yeah because she's like I mean she is that's
2: personal like what she's writing right there is like I'm not directly I'm I'm gonna attack you for this thing that you think because it's
1: so But like I know like I know Elena, I know that they were in that room and they were talking about this case and they were and she was like, What the actual fuck do what? What? We don't have the we don't have the judicial
2: ability we where is the SCOTUS movie somebody write me a SCOTUS movie we gotta
1: write a SCOTUS movie okay
2: great all right right. that'll be it guys keep it we're writing a SCOTUS keep an eye out for the SCOTUS movie it's coming to a theater near you in 2050 this
1: is why I wish like I could witness I mean I know we never will because they're such a private thing but I wish I could witness them talking about these cases because there's no way you can just like sit here and be and like take in the fact that The majority, the majority, five people are saying that like we don't have, you know, we don't we don't have the ability. We shouldn't we shouldn't be ruling on these things to to be Elena Kagan and to have like the history that you have and to be so smart and have a master's in philosophy to just hear that and go, (laughs) I am so sorry. I was considered unqualified for this position. And you're over here being like a constitutional violation is not in our scope. Right. It's not in our it's not in our job description. Can you, Im- like, I view, like, I just feel like these
2: meetings where they're like, what are we going to rule meetings? Yeah. <laughs> must be, like, they have to be sober.
0: Well, But sure. I just feel like
2: it would be so painful because they're probably very much like those drunk bar conversations that you have with your friend. Yeah. Bob. Yeah. About the thing that he thinks is so, imp- you know, like, it's the drunk political conversations yeah. except you're sober. Yeah. That would be awful.
1: Yeah, and also, and also because a lot of them are very close friends, right? You know, and like so Scalia and RBG like got along very, close. very well. Alay- I was, we'll talk about this later. Elena and Scalia, Scalita. Scalia were close. It just hurts my soul a little Look, bit. Look, they got along because because it's like you reach a point where it's like there's only n- right. there's only nine of you, and you're doing this <laughs> inc- insane job, right? That only like what a total of like. 15 living people have, have ever done you know assuming right. that some people are retired right so it's like this insular world right where like like Anthony Scalia is the one of nine people or one of eight other people who Elena Kagan can relate to right. about pressures of the job <laughs> like it doesn't it's not weird to me it's not like Betsy and
2: Joe from HR no it's
1: hard it's, you it's need like do you know to- how many receptionists there are in the world so many so <laughs> many but there are only eight other Supreme court justices that she currently right. that she can relate to and that right. she can like unpack things with. Right. Well, that's true. Cause they can't talk about it. They can't it to talk about else. it. You know, they can't, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sh- like, wh- you're just going to cut people off. You know, right. I get it. I right? get it. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's, it's, lonely. it's lonely. It's lonely being it's a, a Supreme court life. justice. It's a lonely life. It's a lonely life. There's only eight other people, man. Anyways, I, and RBG's asleep. Like, she's like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> RBG literally goes in. She's like, I know what I'm know what i voting. And that's it. And that's it. <laughs> and it's like, what are you going to do? Are you? No, of course not. That's ridiculous. She's RBG. She's RBG. She knows. So yeah, so uh, the North Carolina-Maryland uh, gerrymandering case is my favorite thing. And those cases were Lamone versus Besnick and Rucho v. Common Case, if anybody wants to look those up.
2: I think it's common cause.
1: Oh, is it? Common, I think cause. It's common cause. Common Cause. Yes. Yeah. Rucho v Common Cause, North Carolina. Very exciting. Uh, let's talk a little bit about our personal life. Arden has been waiting to talk about this because <laughs> I'm going to say the bullet points and when we're going to talk about it, like adults. Okay, great. Okay, great. Go ahead. The big, the big thing. That's apparently crazy is that she is unmarried and she has no children. Which Honey, I
2: say to that, she is busy. She's busy. She is busy. Honey, me too. Honey, same. Honey, same. Wow. Hashtag same. Hashtag same. Hashtag same.
1: Hashtag same. Hashtag Hashtag same. Do you know who else
2: is unmarried and has no children? My hometown congressperson. I love that. Yeah. I love that. She, Marcy Capter,
1: Marcy Capter. She also busy. Busy. Yeah. Busy. Busy. Yep. Yes. So she is unmarried and has no children. Um, there was, apparently, this is gossip, there's speculation that she might be gay. Apparently, friends of hers have given interviews to multiple sources, and it says that she is straight. That's what they say. I love That's that. That's what they say. We love her either way. It either way. It does not matter. I love her
2: a little bit more if she's gay. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to lie. be very but fun, like, but, like, but like. But like, I still love her. I also I think did- Elena
1: Kagan would be one of those people where if she was gay, she would be, like, proudly, openly gay. Like, yes, I am the first gay but woman on the 60. Supreme Court. Like, So what? Th- there's
2: a different generational thing. That's fair. She's 60. She's also,
1: like, a public figurehead.
2: And... Yeah, but like,
1: she's, you like, don't- a badass broad from the Upper West Side. I don't know. I don't That's know. That's true. I- she
2: is a New Yorker. But I also feel like... I don't know. I don't know. We don't know. We don't know. The
1: point is, we don't know. But we love her no matter what, and it doesn't change anything. And it it doesn't, doesn't change the fact no. that this bitch is hella qualified. That she's a master in philosophy. Same. That she. That she. That she, I know. That we all have a master in philosophies. That she clerked for Thurgood Marshall. Yep. That she was the dean of Harvard Law School, yep. the creme de la creme of law schools, doctorate in jurisprudence, and like. <laughs>
2: Where was that meandering eye in those? Bird is,
1: I don't know where it was. Like, she's the most qualified person. Her personal life doesn't matter. No, it doesn't but matter. It doesn't. It is. Give it, is two it is interesting because, you know, people love to, like, look at, like, well, if she's unwed, what's wrong? Well, and you always want more gay on your side. Totally. Like, you want
2: gays want on your the side allies. because. want the allies. You want the allies. It's
1: just nice. Like, <laughs> they're fun. They're fun. <laughs> fucking fun. They're fucking fun. They're absolutely fun. What time yeah. are we at? Because I'm ready to get on to fun facts. Do it. She is, a, she is a lot. I love her so much. So first fun fact. I mentioned earlier yep. that Ob- before she was appointed to the Supreme Court, Obama, her former co-worker, appointed her to be Solicitor General of the United States, making her the first ever female solicitor general in the United States. I just hit the mic because I'm very upset. In the United States. Wow. In 2000 and what was that? 10? In 2000... Nope. And nine. In 2009. Wow. We had the first female U.S. solicitor general. Just everybody take it in when you ask me why I'm mad. Because that's why. Because it wasn't until 2009 that we had a female U.S. solicitor general. Yeah. I just... What? What? And we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be mad that she's not married? What?
2: Oh yeah. Like
1: what <laughs> And me so I'm just like, I just, uh, when would she have
2: had time to plan a wedding? When? When? She was too busy breaking glass ceilings, okay?
1: It's a full-time job to have to deal with the bullshit of the patriarchy, to have to deal with the fact that you're going to be, oh, the first woman to be U.S. Solicitor General in 2009. We've put men on the moon. We, 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 we are going to Mars. Like...
0: (laughs) I
1: always always, like compare things to the space race (laughs) for some reason. It's like my it's my quirk.
2: That well, it is far out there. It is hard to get to space.
1: It's just like it's so much harder to put a man on the moon than it is to put a woman in the White House. (laughs) Come on. I know. Okay. So she was the first US (laughs) Solicitor General. Get it? Okay. Um, she. Th- this is real. She loves comic books Hi. and Marvel movies, which is Hi. hilarious because there was a Supreme Court case that um dealt with Marvel um entertainment, and it was about like. Did
2: she have to recuse
1: herself? That no, means- no, I know it. Right? <laughs> but it was about like patenting or something like that. And she wrote, I think, an opinion, and she made the joke was she made so many references to like comics in her in her writing because she's a nerd she's She's a total nerd she's a hip (laughs) she's trendy she's she's considered to be like the most like gay the most like pop culture like tech savvy gay gay No, Justice I just, want, I just want Elena Kagan to be gay. I know. I know you do. Like she, you know when we were doing the temperature check of what Supreme Court justices have smoked weed, I now know. She has, she smoked, has weed smoked weed. 100%. Elena is currently high. She totally has a pen. She totally, she has, totally a pen. has a
2: pen. She totally has a pen. Those and sleeves, I,
1: up those sleeves. How come much shit on, could you hide you got up those so sleeves? so much space. You could sneak snow, so many snacks into the movie theater with those <laughs> robes. Oh my god. Nothing but space. <laughs> she's got a fucking utility belt under there. You
2: know she's seen those Marvel movies multiple multi- times. She has
1: seen every Marvel movie according to oh, um whatever I got this from which I think was so Oh, this was this was a Bustle article actually. Shout out to our friends at Bustle. Um Yes. Very exciting. Um, this is what we said before. She's the only sitting justice with no previous judicial experience. But at this point, you can just suck it. Whatever. All roads lead to Rome. All roads <laughs> lead to the Supreme Court of the United States. Yep. Bless. I love it. I love this fun fact. She is responsible for getting a frozen yogurt <gasps> machine installed in the SCOTUS food court. That is her Upper West Side upbringing right I there. know. Two things. Love yo. Secondly, can I go to the SCOTUS food court? I want to. Like, who gets to? Who I mean, goes? I mean, I know they have clerks and stuff, but I do imagine that it's just for the nine of them. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know it's for, it's like, because there's so many, there has to be staff. There's, there's, there's staff. staff. Well, everybody has like, what, five clerks? I don't yeah, know how many clerks. Yeah, I don't clerks. know how many. And then it's like the staff of the building. It's like people who work, you know, there's yeah. like people who work in the building of the Supreme yeah. Court of the United States. Right. But is the food court public? Do you, guys, listeners, please, I beg of you. This is bigger than the cannon thing. I swear to God. <laughs> Dude, if anybody can get me into the Supreme Court of the United States food court, I'll die. I'll just die. I'll make a i fo- I'll get frozen yogurt from Elena Kagan's Froyo machine. What? what? God, that would be the best for you. Oh, I'm yo. sweating thinking about it. It's so exciting. Yeah. I If I was a Supreme Court Justice, which eventually I will be, obviously, but I will get a taco moment installed so quickly <gasps> and a Bloody Mary bar. <laughs> Fuck me up, <out>, guys. <laughs> I dissent, bitches.
2: <laughs> oh, God. That's the um, title of the episode <clears throat> right there.
1: <laughs> I dissent, bitches. Great. <laughs> Uh, This is a fun fact about her friendship with Scalia. She enjoys hunting and hunted birds and antelope with Scalia on multiple occasions. She's just so gay. Great. I literally I
0: can't think of anything
1: else you would do with Scalia. No, that's it. Like him and RGB went to the opera and him and Kagan went hunting. (laughs) Like that's all that's 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 the many faces of Anthony Scalia. It might be worth doing one about him, like many moons down the line, because we still have to get through all the oh, rest God, yeah. of the the current the current sitting? bench. No,
2: we got to do one on
1: Scalia. I know. Hunting, interesting hunting, and she hunted birds and antelope with Scalia on multiple occasions. Where are you hunting antelope? Probably I don't know upstate because there's a lot of weird <laughs> shit upstate. I'm we not. We saw a bear. bear. We did see a bear upstate, guys. It was crazy. It was, it was absolutely wild. It, it was, was the craziest. A thing. A full ass bear. It was a crazy thing, very exciting. Yes, she she is a experienced hunter. I don't know. I don't Great. know where you hunt antelope. Uh, for our hunting listeners, look. It just you did not come on this podcast to hear about hunting. We're throwing you a curveball. A curveball. <laughs> it's shocking. Our hunting fans, that one's for you. Yeah. Uh, next fun fact: she is Jewish, which makes it Upper West Side. Upper West Side. I mean, I mean, you know, mazel tov. Yep. But yes, she is Jewish. Yep. And the last fun fact, she argued the Citizens United case, which love that case. Landmark <laughs> case. What a problem. What a problem. She argued the Citizens United case as Solicitor General. And John Paul Stevens, the s- justice that Kagan would go on to replace, wrote the dissent for it.
2: Wow. Yeah. yeah. That is full circle, fun full fact fucking right there.
1: circle. I know, right? Wow. I love it. Goes, like that's that just shows you how like small this community is. Like yeah. I joke all the time that the the comedy community so small. Yeah, but the Supreme Court community itty microscopically small. Yes, because yes, again, yes. there's only 15 of them that are living. Right, and like what it, they all like have been in each other's orbits yeah. since they were in the Harvard Law Review. Right. Like, <laughs> like. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, I just hit the mic again. I really have to be more professional. Um, but yeah, that is with my face. That is Justice Elena (laughs) Kagan.
2: Justice Elena Kagan. Isn't she fun? I love her so much. I love her. I love her more now. She's
1: quirky. She's quirky. But she's quirky. But she's brilliant.
2: She's brilliant. She's quirky. quirky because she's so brilliant. Oh, for sure. It's like yeah. you, in order to do, I mean, you know this, in order yeah. to, I feel like if you're going to do really good smart comedy, like you have to be
1: smart. You have to be smart.
2: You have to be you're super smart. smart because yeah.
1: dumb people can't make good comedy. She would be so fun to like go to a whiskey tasting with. <gasps> like that's like uh, to me I don't want to get coffee with Elena Kagan. No. I want to get drunk with Elena Kagan. I want to yeah. I just want to I just want to hang out. Yeah. I just want to hang out and like have some cuz I know she has like good whiskey.
2: She's got good whiskey. She's got good She's whiskey. Got good, like, She's got like a, girl
1: aged a, a globe
2: direct that from Scotland. opens up
1: and there's yeah. whiskey. Yeah. I think it would be so much fun. Oh god. Yeah. Elena i love her get so whiskey much. with us i love her so much yeah love elena her. kagan if you were listening oh my god <laughs> i would be Personal. so honored uh that would that's literally wild no. we love you so so much you are an ally of the show uh we appreciate the work that you do but that is yeah that's our episode that's today and again. i just realized this is my birthday episode like This will come out by the time no after this air so in between this episode and our next episode i will have turned 26
2: and lost her health insurance and lost my health insurance Yeah. well no I don't lo-
1: I technically lose it until the end of the month oh. it goes through to the end of the month oh and then it goes
2: away got it so yeah. you've got like another three weeks before yeah. death day
1: yeah before death, one, day. death day September 1 death day September 1 bye bye bitches <laughs> no Elena uh, Kagan if you're listening if you could do anything about health care god help help um, a girl out help me two girls two girls yeah so this is my uh, my pre-birthday episode very exciting I know happy birthday birthday to me and uh, thank you Elena Kagan for existing yes um so we love you so so much and uh once again we are still crowdfunding for our network more banana and you can donate by going to morebanana.com slash crowdfund it's such a great cause you guys we have so many amazing perks there's merch there's like kits their shout outs we would love to shout you out guys i swear to god if you want to shout out i'll give you the best darn shout out you ever imagined it'll be literally screaming like this um so yeah go and donate and check it out we have so many amazing podcasts on this network and we're so so proud to be a part of this network and most importantly we love you so so much so much and we will see you next wednesday Yes.